The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. My guest today is Evelyn Sevilla. Evelyn's intuition and connection to spirit began at a very young age. Her first memory was of an Easter procession in the Bronx under the age of two. At age five, she fell from a two-story building with no physical injuries to speak of. At 10, she was sheltered from a shooting occurring right outside her door. At seven months pregnant, she was in a car accident that totaled the car but she and her unborn baby survived it unscathed. In 2019, she began to meditate. In doing so, she has unlocked her intuition in ways she couldn't have imagined. And now, after so many saves, she knows that she's here to share the message of love and to help others discover the magic they hold deep within. She's on a mission and there is no stopping her now. Evelyn, I am so thrilled that you are on the podcast with me today. I am so excited that my first podcast is with you, my first podcast interview. So thank you so much for having me. I'm truly honored. So excited. Thank you so much for saying yes. And you know, uh, before we came on here, we were talking a little bit about your journey. And as you were talking about it, though, it made me realize that our awakenings were very close in time. And what I love is that we have since progressed in our own special ways together during the same time. You've got a lot of things going on. You want to share what what you've been up to? I have found a love for astrology. I started out with the tarot and a way to connect. And I love expelling any fears that people have about the tarot because it's such a great divination tool. And I got into astrology because there's so much intermixing going on and so much you can learn from that. So um started to pick up on astrology and love the goddess work. There's asteroids that are named after many goddesses. And what I am working on, I'm super excited, is hopefully coming summer solstice, we are going to break out and dance and have a goddess circles. So each month having a goddess circle, really focusing on that energy and that feminine side and recognizing that it's okay. Everyone wants to know what's the answer? How do I connect to the feminine? It's And it's actually by just being, like just not necessarily wanting the steps. It's so mysterious to us. We're so used to that masculine. So I want to find different ways through meditation, through movement, through mantra to introduce people to the beauty, like women to, or, you know, just that feminine side 
the feminine ability, the sexiness we have, that to to not be ashamed of it, to like really love it because when we move those hips, it's our sacred, it, it is where things are created. I mean, it is that that's where we carry. So when we circle those hips, it really allows us to create and release a lot of times blockages that we may have and everything. So I am super excited about that. And that's something I'm working on as well with Bella because she's so versed in uh, astrology, which is how she, how we got into it was pretty much my daughter learning about herself and about me through astrology. So here we are. It's incredible. I I had a wonderful thing happen today. We went for a quick brunch and uh, went to the metaphysical shop that's right next to it. And it's called Goddess I Am. And so I'm sitting there, we're looking through and everything. Notice this woman's looking at me and she says to me, I love your videos. You make me smile. You make me so happy. I see you dancing. Do you know she's never like, I don't think she's ever really liked it. It's, it's, you know, you have people you don't even realize who you're impacting. And we had such a beautiful moment and hugged. And it was such a wonderful connection. The magic just doesn't stop. It just seems like they're just kind of amping it up, like, you know, adding turbo to us because we probably couldn't handle this at the beginning. But it just <laughs> feels so good because I think about like when we did start and we were pretty much, it was like this group of us that just kind of started mm-hmm. to like, okay, you know, it's funny, I'm in the closet again, but we all came out of the closet about the same time. <laughs> that, that spiritual closet. Yeah, exactly. That that it's okay to to love and honor our our divine feminine, our divine connection, however we feel most connected. I love that you mentioned destigmatizing tarot because I know I personally felt it was taboo growing up just because of media or, you know, culture, uh, movies, that sort of thing. They always give it this very dramatic, <laughs> negative you know, kind of connotation. But I, I love that you're here to demystify that because it really is, like you said, this amazing tool to communicate with our guides and angels and higher self or, you know, whoever on the other side wants to communicate with us. So I think that that's absolutely wonderful. And another thing, another point I want to make based on what you said is I love that you and your daughter can do this together. I think that a lot of us maybe came from a place where we're sort of the first generation, I don't know what you want to call it, spiritualist or whatever, (laughs) you know, that, that is working on feeling safe to do that. And here you are creating this environment with you and your daughter to be able to do this together. I think that's so fabulous. And oh. then the dancing, the dancing is so great too. Now you have a history with uh, Zumba dancing, right? Or Zumba instructing? Yes, yes. yes. So, um, and of course we get that imposter fear syndrome, like the oh. imposter syndrome coming in, right? So I talked to a friend of mine who is um, someone I'm very close to too. I feel like we lived together in a past life uh, in Ball, who is in the UK. Now, I'm very honest about my ADHD, and sometimes it's very hard for me to get certain points. And I really go to her sometimes for, for like, console. Like, she really is, she feels like quite a mentor. Like, she probably was for me in another lifetime as well. And 
she said to me, go back to the basics. You had a successful career in fitness. And I did, but I don't know that I was happy. It wasn't aligned, it was very masculine. It was, this is the way, you know, and it still is. So, and Zumba, I mean, Zumba was even created by a man that that might be due to the fact that, you know, we're still kind of shifting and stuff. And it's not so much about smashing the patriarchy, like as far as you, you talking about like us being the first generation to move into this, but it's about finding that balance, recognizing that those old systems are just not working. And I mean, that's why we're moving into the age of Aquarius and all of these things are occurring in the world because they, they do. And, um, and that's what I tell, you know, I tell people, it's not that I, that I'm man bashing or anything. There needs to be a balance of both feminine and masculine in all of us. You know, it's very heavy on the masculine. So it was very hard for me even to talk to Bella about it's okay if you don't make a choice on a school right now, it's okay. And it was like such a relief. And it's not because of pressure from me, but pressure that we have from society as a whole. And it's so scary to even tell people. Sometimes I find myself like, I'm like, why am I feeling this way? But we are so used to a certain way that it's, that it's hard uh, to, to break from the norm. You know, it's like, we feel like such rebels or something. Well, we always have been, <laughs> but, but it's, um, with the dance. So what I've realized is when she told me that she said, how did, you know, you did it one time. Now this time I get to do it the way I want to, I get to create what I want to and help women like feel comfortable in their sacred sexiness, like to be okay with that, because there is so much shame still. We still live in such a Puritan society sometimes. Unfortunately, there's this fear of just being that sexy being sometimes. And with the tarot, I find that most people, when I tell them that, I tell them, okay, we fear the unknown. And then there are certain things that planted in our head that cause us to have fear. And one of them is the devil card, but it's actually Capricorn ruled. And it often may refer to even a matter of time. So like, if I'm thinking about something, if it says Capricorn, I know what, like if it's the devil card or something, but a lot of times it is what holds us prisoner. And I think that's why we fear it because it's being made open, like public, like here it is. Most of us already know it's uh, having addictions uh, a lot of times. Um, so it's different things like that. Also, the hanged man is one that seems to disturb people, even though he's hanging from his foot. And if you've ever, have you ever hung suspended? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a wonderful weightlessness to it. it. It's it's such a change of perception you have even, like everything changes And that's what it's all about, like the enlightening that he took as he changed his perception. So when I kind of even put the cards out, sometimes if I know that they're more of a visual, I'll put them out and say, here they are. And so it kind of releases that fear. And it's like, this is what's coming. And of course, swords scare us all, but it's it has to do with the mind. And we are prisoners. Sometimes there are swords all around. 
so in astrology, which actually we're in right now, Pisces rules the 12th house, which is the end of the Deccan. That's the end, the final, but it's the unknown. And that is what happens when you have a tarot reading sometimes, but there is never bad news. It's not something that is happening to you. It's happening for you. And if there's anything coming up, it's always for your, your, your highest good. Because it has become so popular and people are reaching out to us, unfortunately, there has been a, a bad side that has come up and, and people are vulnerable. So whenever they leave something with me, I want them to realize they have the power to just create the same thing, to have the same amount of intuition. I like with me, I never thought I'd be able to sit still for that long. I have a hard time period. But the connection I was able to make, the like just... With the meditating, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think about how we all came together and how our journey began. And it's like something and, yeah. from like was that a 20, charmed movie. 2020 or... Tw- that was early 2020, so wasn't 2020, it? 2020, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. early 2020. And I had a friend of mine completely not into woo-woo at all <laughs> say to me, hey, listen... My friends having like my friends from California, like have this like woo woo thing going on. Like you might like it. <laughs> you might. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> and I had just been asking spirit. I was like, please help me find people like me. <laughs> so there you go. You know, you just call out and they're like, all right, we'll work on it. <laughs> you manifested. Not necessarily in our time, but. <laughs> and so some of the other things that you're doing now is you have a, you have a YouTube channel You've got a clothing line. Like what else, What are these exciting things that you've got going on these so, days? Yeah. And that's, well, that's the thing about this ADHD thing is we just have an incredible way of hyper-focusing sometimes. I found that I was getting a lot more curiosity on Facebook than I was on Instagram. Instagram, I feel, is like a community of almost a bunch of tarot readers. There's a beautiful community there. But Facebook, um, I love Facebook, but I was joking around. I love my muggles. Don't worry. Like, but it's like the muggles at Facebook really like this stuff. <laughs> it was kind of funny. So I'm like, all right. So, and I realized that one thing that I really loved was horoscope readings. And that's what we really like. We were able to connect. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. And I started to do it. And it was so funny because I know that my family is some of them, and you know this, are not um are not as keen about this. I mean, Jesus and I are like this. If I know you guys can't see me, BFFs. but I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're like this. I mean, he sits at a log with me most of the time, is going, What happened here? The message got skewed. So um, so it's very difficult for me sometimes to put myself out there. But when something like today happened where someone says, hey, and it just feels really good because I do have people reach out and say that really resonated or, you know, like there are certain things and you know, you're on the right path and you can't allow the, uh, the those energies to stop us from doing what we're called to do. So I started doing those horoscope readings. And the best thing is that whenever I go to edit and finish Bella and I watch it together every time. Do you know how good that makes me feel that she's like, good job, mom. That's good. No, don't edit it so much. She's like, keep some of it. Like keep the the realness about you is what is, you know, like really you can appreciate. So um, I agree that with was her. So much fun. I agree with her. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I just, yeah. Cause I'm such a goofball and 
But that was just such an ability to kind of break away from that, bring some of that Walter Mercado, you know, because he was like a Libra rising, a lot of Venus. I have Venus in Libra where she's actually exalted, where she likes to be, you know, that's home. So I feel there's so much fun about it. And just kind of like breaking that idea of the tarot of esotericism of, I hear you're into the occult. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, um, and when I do read, I try and teach people a bit about the card or try and explain what it is. I know that whenever I got a reading, I was always very curious of the imagery and things. And sometimes someone will pick up on their own intuition from whatever they might see, which is the best part for us. I think we're like, yes, yes, that's a sign. (laughs) I have a great friend of mine who's just coming into my life again. I thank you, God, for Tara. (laughs) She she actually has a goddess name too, right, Tara? And uh, she helped me when I was running my business and in a studio, and she did all all my books and everything. And here we are again, and I'm in this path. And so she's like, let's do it. So what we're working on is hopefully each season to like to have a certain goddess that we have on the uh, shop that we have like a t-shirt or some type of mug or something that kind of really connects us with it. And this is an online Um, shop, right? Yes. This is my Mm -hmm. online, the Mercury Rhythm. And I just love playing around with graphics and hopefully we will have what I'm working on too. And I reached out because I'm very involved with the botanical gardens here. And I take a lot of pictures there in what I would like to do. And I'm working on it, a Florida Oracle deck where it's just got that kind of tropical vibe. I love connecting with flowers. There hasn't been much like Doreen Virtue made a flower therapy deck and it's almost impossible to get. Like I got it, but it was not easy. So I think that would be kind of fun. So there's so many things. I just, I can't um, stress enough how important it is to go ahead and follow that North Star or whatever is planted in your heart. It you You may feel that like from the very beginning, I told my mom, I was like, I remember seeing a procession. Like there was, I swear I saw Jesus carrying a cross and it was like at a park. And my mom's like, there's no way your brother wasn't even born. We still lived in the Bronx, but there was always this connection to Jesus. And, and you were, how old were you? My, how old were you? I was, I was less than two. That's pretty amazing. Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. And then <laughs> Chiron is a asteroid that was a healer but he was uh, disowned by his family and everything. And he came between both like the, he was like a demigod between the earth and the gods, but just really suffered a lot. Wherever your Chiron is on your chart is where you're healing. Mine is in the first house, which actually rules the head. Uh And uh, my mom says she'd like, cause we just recently had to talk about this. Um, It was under the age of five that I fell from a two-story building. I was living in New York City, and I went up the stairs. You know how they go up the stairs from the outside? Mm, Right. And I went to sit down and all the way back. Oh, my God. And um, I have pictures like, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember anything. I remember my mom coming in from work and telling me to get up and walk. Obviously, this was the 70s and a little different. And my mom was very young. I'm not making any excuses. Uh, but, you know, obviously, this has been a generational thing going uh. on. So I did ask about that. But the crazy thing is my Chiron is in the first house. 
and it is ruled by the head. Mm. And it's crazy that I would have an injury like that at that age. So seeing all of these things, I didn't have any any injuries. I remember going to the hospital later, spending about two days in the hospital. I hated this doctor would give me shots and I was, I, I wanted to go play. I remember there was like this, this playground and they wouldn't let me go. (laughs) It's just crazy. When I think about, I did not break any bones, nothing like (laughs) someone cradled me and literally just, there's so many times in, in New York city. I think I mentioned also playing jacks. Obviously I'm showing my age. I turned 50 this year. I was literally playing jacks. The door was right there. I, this, we went up this, these, this place had the stairs on the inside and we lived on the second floor. And all of a sudden I hear my mom screaming my name, like bloody murder, like just the scariest sound I heard. And I hear, you know, and I run up the stairs. It was insane. I ran up. My mom was looking out the window and I saw a man running with a gun. It was the middle of the day. It was like a summer day. So, And I was just outside. Like I was just on the inside of that door playing by myself. I mean, I would normally be outside. You were 10 at this time? Yeah, I was, I was 10. And at that point, my mom said, that's it. We're out of here. This was all in the Bronx? And she, this was in Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. This was in Brooklyn in like 1981. 1982 is when I think we moved here to Naples because of my fairy godmother. No, I'm not kidding. Like my godmother literally lived here. (laughs) Naples, Florida, right? Not Naples, Italy. Yeah. Yeah. But my mom considered, my mom considered California. My, my stepdad went out to California and then we thought about it here. And she even thought about going back to Costa Rica. Um, like she was just like, I, we need to get out of here. This is, I mean, it was so bad when I was a kid, I would look out the window and I remember these guys would pull like these baggies out of their, the back of their pants. And I'm like, what is that mom? She's like, it's sugar. I'm like, why do they keep it in their pants? Like, it's just, you know, like, yeah. So I, I don't like, I think about, you know, those things and, um, you know, being a victim of, of child sex abuse too. But I always had an incredible faith. I never felt alone. Like I, I didn't understand why those things were happening, but I always called out and knew that I was, that I was heard. And did you grow up with a certain I, religion? I can't explain that. Yeah, I grew up, well, I grew up Catholic first. And when I went to Catholic school, I loved it. And I, I, I swear that I would probably see the angels because I would go to the, the church and it was like an old cathedral. And I, I swear I'd see angels like dancing around between the windows. Probably. You know? and it was <laughs> probably, yeah, did. it was just like, you know, they had these little, like these little kind of window things. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was always staring up and um, I never had a bad experience myself in the Catholic religion. It was very different. Um, and I always felt very close connection to Mary Magdalene, Jesus and Mary. And so they were always like, I always felt very connected when we moved my mom didn't go to church for a while and then she went into non-denominational. I felt really out of place. I just didn't feel a connection. I did not feel that our God was as they said he was. And how did they like, say? Like, like, you know, just like jealous or like that we were all sinners, mm-hmm. you know, that we, you know, we were to be punished. It was just very, it was so 
I'm like, what? This is not the same guy. Like, no, this is not. It was, it was a weird, it was very strange. It felt very controlling. It felt a sense of, well, this is a way to control people. I just was not, and it, it just, I did not feel quite a connection, although I did have some very strange things occur at those churches as well. So like one time I had a woman and real estate was tanking and I was in the real estate business at the time. This woman says to me, I see you in a group. Like I see, are you a teacher? I was like, great. I'm supposed to be a teacher. Like what is this? I'm literally sitting at church. And like, she put her hand on me. I was like, this, like, I didn't know who she was. I'm like a group. I'm like, mom, I, I can't imagine being a teacher, you know? And no, it was fitness. She saw me in a group, like, you know, I ended up teaching, I think about how many group fitnesses I've taught and it's just incredible. And then I had another woman tell me like not long after that at a church like that, who was considered a prophet, I was like, how come you're a prophet? But like, you know, that was another thing. It's like certain people had the gift, but I think we all have it to a certain degree. It was very interesting, but we went there for a healing for Bella. But the woman said to me, God doesn't want you doing the job that you're doing. I'm like, tell me about it. Obviously, like, what is this? And she says, you're supposed to help people with their bodies. It's their temple. And what were you doing at the time? And how old were you when this was happening? Oh, well, this, all of this is happening now, like as far as the church, when we, I had all of the things happen at the non-denominational that was like right after, I think my mom's like, oh my gosh, we got to get, I got to get her, I got to get one right. So like right after I had my daughter, you know, like it was like, all right, let's go to church. And it was, yeah, I had a baby, you know, out of wedlock. Well, I told someone yesterday, which some people don't appreciate my humor, but she said, oh, you know, boys don't want to get married. I said, no, then girls don't either sometimes. Like this girl didn't. I decided that is an experiment that I do not care to partake. It seems to be failing, <laughs> but it's just a way of saying, Hey, listen, there's every, there's different ways. Cause then we feel pressured to be a certain way. And I'm not trying to knock anyone, but we have to be open to, to recognizing that if someone's in a marriage, that's not working, it's probably not in their best interest or whatever it may be. So I was, yeah, I was, I was about 30, but then I just, it was like, it just felt so out of place, you know? And they had like, I know that they had like a dance group that my mom's like, yeah, you should do it. I was like, no, I don't like it was, it was, it just, I felt bad because I don't want to knock anyone's religion, but it was not where I felt a connection. It felt more like religion was more like more of an institutional thing. And I did not feel like my cup was overflowing. I already have had issues with self-esteem and insecurities. And I felt like I was getting further flogged, which was strange because I did not feel that much that way at the Catholic church. And, you know, we went to confession. So um, it's interesting, everyone's view of what kind of religion or spirituality they've had, I think is, is interesting to see, because like I said, it, I'm thankful that in my situation, I did not have a, a bad situation with the Catholic church. Actually, I always wanted to be the priest. I, I know like the whole, I, I probably have done those before. My mom told me that at my baptism, the priest said, she's going to be a woman of the church or like a nun. It's like, no, I want to be the priestess. Like, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am the priestess. So it's um 
it's just interesting to see how, even though I did not have that spiritual awakening till 2020, where we really went, okay, okay, I like we felt almost like this wave, I think all of us like, all right, we now's the time to do this. But there was always that, that curiosity, that, that knowing we were going whitewater rafting in Costa Rica, and I had a dream and I saw when I'm driving there, and I see the same, the same uh, bridge that I saw in my dream, everything like the same, it just that you can't explain that or the fact that I always call my parents, it seems like when they're talking about me and dinner, you know, it's like my brother's like, it so freaks them out. Like you know. So you had a dream about Costa Rica before going to Costa Rica? Yeah, it's the night oh, before. Wow. Like we were all going whitewater rafting and I was very nervous about going. And we were like I don't swim very well. It's funny. I love the water. I was telling the women yesterday, I love sailing, but I can probably do a mean doggy paddle. That's about it. But I I don't fear the water. I have great respect. Like it, I just, it's like, I almost asked mother guy, I am in your hands, please take care of me or whatever it may be. But um, we were going to do whitewater rafting. So I was really, really nervous about it as I, you know, I deal with I have anxiety issues and we are driving there. So I'm very nervous. There's 20 of us going. There's like four or five boats and I see this bridge and it did not give me comfort. Like there was something very ominous, like not a good feeling. So we go on the whitewater rafting and all of a sudden there's a spot and my mom falls out and my brother's trying to pull her up. And every time she he does that, there's water coming into her mouth. And my dad, my stepdad and I can't swim. So we're literally watching this. We're both Scorpios too. So can you imagine? <laughs> and at one point I hear my mom, let me go. And she drops down and then finally pops back up. But it was so frightening. And it was like, okay, like, what was that? It- strange things like that will happen where, like I said, it just, that was, that was in your dream that that happened or that in real life? No, that was no, no, that in real life that happened in my dream. I just saw the bridge, but there was something about that that made me like, I'm like, am I supposed to be ready for this? Or it was very weird how, cause I'd never seen that bridge before. We had never been there. So I'm not sure what that was like. They get a little cryptic, they don't they, when they start do. messaging? They certainly do. I want to, like, you know, you had, you had mentioned something um, in your bio that was just so fascinating. I want to go back a little bit in your past. The car accident that you were in when you were pregnant, seven months pregnant with Bella. Oh, yeah. So I'm, so I'm taking the back roads. I lived in Fort Lauderdale at the time, and I'm taking the back roads to uh, North Miami Beach. Because, of course, Miami traffic is crazy. So I'm going through this residence and all of a sudden, and unfortunately, I have had, you know, several accidents and this was not my fault. It hasn't been my fault, unfortunately. But um, I mean, fortunately, unfortunately for me, I've been in them. All of a sudden, I'm freaking out, obviously, because here I am, like I'm huge and the car was totaled, but the bag didn't go off. And I remember just being so nervous and crying. And this woman is next to me and she's like, so peaceful. She's like, you're okay. Was she in the car or she walked up to the window? No, she was, she was, she walked Mm -hmm. up to the window. She says, you're okay. And your baby's fine. You're going to be fine. 
And I was like, I was, I was just, I couldn't, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I thought I have to call work. And I look back and I'm like, like I said, it was in a residential area. So that's why I was like, where's the woman? Like who, there was a woman here. Where's she? And he was, what? And this was like a man who about? came to check on and, you who lived in the area. Yeah. Yeah. But I had such a sense of peace, <laughs> but I was like, I'm okay. Everything's fine. My parents drive all the way from Naples to Fort Lauderdale. We're in the, we're in the uh, waiting room at the ER. And I'm like, listen, I'm fine. I've been sitting here for an hour. The doctor says, I'm okay. If I'm feeling okay, I should just go home. And my mom's like, are you kidding? I'm always so nervous and like such a, you know, worry ward and anxious. I'm like, I'm okay. And I did. I mean, and my mom was very disappointed though, because I never found out what I was having. And so she's like, so are you going to find out this one? Cause you know, it was like an extra, I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Oh, the extra ultrasound. So Do you- Oh yeah, but it was so it was so so comforting. Like I just knew, and I I can't even explain. And I'm sure you understand that 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 feeling of comfort from spirit, where you can't even you can't explain to someone. But I just knew, even though at the time it wasn't it wasn't quite. Well, even Bella's father had a very strange where he had a woman. Uh, like come up like that. He's also a Scorpio. So we have very, we have that ability to, I think, see even more so between the veil um, because of the time that we were born. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> what she looked like? Do, oh, no, I interesting. don't. I don't remember what she was meant like. to. You're yeah, just meant no, to I remember don't. the experience, I guess. Right. And it was definitely uh and you know what? It was probably done because I ended up having Bella a month later. <laughs> she was born four weeks early. I had preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. So it probably, and at the time I wasn't having, I didn't have blood pressure issues or anything like that. Um, but it probably definitely helped causing any of that to, I just can't explain. Like my mom was, even Bella's father's like, are you sure about this? <laughs> Like you should, I go, if I've waited this long at the hospital and they're not like taking me in, I think I'm, I'm yeah. okay. You know? So you started, so you went and you saw an acupuncturist in 2019 just to get a little bit of extra help for, what was it like? Everything. Yeah. Every, yeah I could not mm-hmm. sleep. I wasn't sleeping. I was waking up at like five o'clock in the morning dealing with severe anxiety, all kinds of stuff. But it was the waking up really early in the morning and I couldn't understand what was going on. And um, yeah, so I went to, God, I went everywhere to different doctors. I went to the chiropractor. I went, you know, was seeing a therapist at the time. Um, But this acupuncturist, um, she uh, just, she's, she's from China. She's Chinese. And um, what I love about the Chinese, especially when I went over there, they're very straight to the point. You're going to, you know, and it, she just said, do you meditate? Do you, I said, well, I teach yoga. I was like, so BSing it. I was like, I am being so cold out here. I was like, um, yeah, sometimes she's like meditate more. And it just sounded like I read something or if you, if you haven't read the book, Circe, it's so good. And she talks about how uh, I think it was Mercury says that um, when the gods speak, it sounds like the mountains moving. Wow. 
So like, it just makes that. And when it came out of her mouth, it just seemed to like, almost like a sambo, like resonate. Like, are you getting this already or what? (laughs) Can we please move on? So um, yeah, the next morning I woke up and I thought, well, instead of like upset that I'm up and awake, I might as well do it. And that is it literally, I, I probably have missed maybe a handful of times. I don't think so. I actually meditate um, usually a couple of times a day now. So, and it's just because that night kind of helps me. And I love Insight Timer where there's so many great meditations. They have, they've got like bedtime stories. So it's a great way to just get your body to relax and a great way to right now as we're in Pisces season when you're recording this, but it's a great way to get ourselves ready for dream state and to be able to connect that way. So if we have a certain journey we want to take, you know, kind of setting ourselves up for, um, for sleep. Yeah. Time, and, so. and you can catch, but it's, yeah, uh, it's and, an amazing. And you actually lead some or guide some of those meditations, right? Oh yes. Yes. I love, and I haven't, I haven't scheduled it yet, but I love doing, I love Mondays. I mean, today's, I told Jen, I was, um, texting her earlier. I said, I just love Mondays, but it really is because in my job, when I taught Zumba and I was like one of the first here to like teach Zumba, I went to the gym. They're like, I'm like, there's this class. It's awesome. Like, let me just teach half an hour. And then, and then what I ended up doing, and that's what I realized my friend told me too, is just, and it's very Aquarius. I was like, okay, I can't be the only teacher. Like we need more. So you, oh yeah, go get certified. Like it was like, go, 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 go. Yes. And it was such an, all of my friends are, that I've made a lot of them here are because of my job and my love for my job. So to be able to do that again, like I, so what I love doing is being able to do something that I love my work on Monday. So what I'm doing is, um, Monday manifesting magic because Mondays is a feminine day actually. And because we are so masculine, of course, Sunday would be the day that, you know, cause that's the, that's the sun's day, but uh, the moon day is Monday and it is the moon moves the fastest and is the best way to manifest. Um, and so Monday gives us an opportunity to create whatever it is we want. And if I can have some type of influence with that through meditation, through a card reading and through the ability that we have now to connect with so many people, I I just let me, my Sag moon is like, yes, you know, I have very, I have placements that are about like the, the collective, um, but I am very much an introvert which is weird. So I love being out, but um, not within, it's like, I I don't know how to explain it. So people often think I am an extrovert, but I'm not like, I'm just like happy at home on Friday with my orchids. Like we're good. (laughs) (laughs) My orchids and my fairies. Um, So it's really interesting to see um, the different dynamics there, but I love I love Insight Timer for that reason. I'm able to connect with so many people like, oh, we're in New Zealand. I'm getting ready for bed or whatever it may be. And just being able to connect with others and realize that we're not all so Oh, different. absolutely. 
We're all searching for the same. You know, we all want to feel comfort and love. And um, unfortunately, fear has like wanted to, you know, take over. But I really I'm excited to see change change that is coming about, Um, even though like and you can cut this out, but we are getting ready. Like and I'm just sharing a little astro like we are having our Pluto return. Okay. Pluto is about transforming, like just ripping everything out. Right. In our country, our Pluto return is tomorrow. We're getting ready to go into war. Literally. I I know it's crazy, but I don't, I'm not afraid of it because it is change Uh, that mm -hmm. needs to happen. There are changes that have occurred through countries because we will never have our Pluto return. We're not around for 248 years, but Mm. countries are. And like the Roman Empire, I believe, fell through, fell during like a Pluto return. So those establishments or institutions Mm. that are not strong or well built will crumble. Which, you know, there might be a little bit of fire and stuff. Who knows? But no, not not in a bad, you know, completely facetious there. But yeah, yeah, exactly. In a little but it's it it is like I said, you see all of these things like I I, because I talked my therapist is an astrologer and it was something where she started with therapy and then realized the connections. And so it's beautiful to have that for her to tell me. Hey, Evelyn, you're feeling this way right now because there's a square going on. Like you're going to feel this energy. It's like so beautiful to have. And that was something I manifested. I was like, I need a therapist that's going to understand my crazy mind. And I reached out to one of my friends. I'm like, hey, listen, do you know someone? She's oh yeah, my friend I went to college with. I mean, she, she's very much like you. When I see her, my face lights up. I get so excited. Bella's like, you love her so much. I'm like, so it's crazy to think of all these different people in different places but with this Pluto return it is frightening to see but I'm like no this has to happen because there are certain things that aren't working and it's nothing to be afraid of I don't see I like I I'm a little concerned about um us losing our connection this is the way they can get to us is through our ability to connect because we have that, but um, it is a great way to really just start in you. You cannot build on a, you know, and like I said, it's not anything crazy, but there will be different shifts. Um, and it's just fascinating to see the shifts within us and like the shifts when, within us, what we've had to go through as far as the pandemic and then going into a different um, chapter. It's kind of, Awesome. And of course, I'm getting so deep because the moon is in Scorpio. Hello. (laughs) I knew that was going to happen. I was like, man, couldn't the moon be in Leo? I am going to dive deep into the depths of the (laughs) Oh, I love it. I want to hear. Thank you for sharing that stuff about Pluto. Um, I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. And you can definitely cut that out, but I think it's fascinating to hear that and to see what's, well, to to see it happening like in real life and to think that we're literally having it on February 22nd, 2022, like even the numbers. Yeah. I mean, and obviously these, it's not like things happen. Like it's, we've seen these things Uh, happening. It's not like it's anything. Yeah. We've seen these these, um, shifts going. Yeah. And everything. And it's because 
um, and I just, it's this Aquarius, I swear, that I learned. It's because um, he, Putin feels like he's losing uh. his power. And he's, then the people may learn that there are better ways. So this is, I really feel like why all of this is happening because he does hold such a large, you know, part, uh, such yeah. a huge country. So I think it really is not so much about us, but to allow others to have different freedoms as well. Got it. You know? Got it. Yeah. So um, can you share a little bit yeah. about what your awakening looked and felt like? Oh, yes. So it was, <laughs> um, I just, I, I really think that it was probably with all of you, it was that sense of community, like, I'm okay, and I can come out. Like, I don't have to be afraid. I have a circle of support around me. And I think that was Definitely when I felt the spiritual awakening and just such a sense of comfort, not only from my guides, but from my earth angels here, from all of you. And just knowing that we were really, it's, it's, you know, it's no coincidence. It's a complete synchronicity that we would all kind of move forward together in that path. And to have that support, I just can't like, that is, that is something that I love to be able to have that, that connection that we have, that, that ability to, to understand each other, even if we've never even been able to like hug each other, you know, and I do, I, I always see like that vision of me hugging you from behind. It's just crazy things that'll, um, that happen. Like, Oh, and I needed to bring up the thing about the water though. Um, because do you get a lot of messages in the water? Like when you're immersed, oh, when showering, you're yes. driving? Yes. Yeah. 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 Driving too. I noticed that I haven't been turning yeah. on anything on tomorrow. I have a long drive to, uh, to get the MRI. Well, it's, you know, it's in the town over just so that, you know, they can mm. read, she can read them. But, um, and I know that'll probably be, but it's amazing to get those. It's so cool. And that's I being just, Scorpio, I, right? Yeah, I'm like, wow. And I just want everyone <laughs> to learn how to do this. We can all do this. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So um, I want to ask the Evelyn from today, who is busy with all this amazing stuff, who has all these amazing ideas for humanity, what advice would you give the Evelyn free awakening? Do it afraid. Go now. Yeah. It was fear that stopped me from so much most of my life. Um, but it's because where it's what I knew <laughs> it was. Um, so yeah, I would definitely, I <laughs> do it, you know, do it afraid. And it's crazy because it was mm -mm. Joyce. Do you know Joyce Myers? Do you know, she's, oh. she's like an evangelist <laughs> really. She's, but, but that really stuck in my head. It was like that do it afraid. And I, even through all those years in, fitness, I dealt with severe anxiety right before I taught, like to the moment. And something happened when I was on there that I could not explain. Like, so there was definitely a connection going on. And, um, but the beautiful thing is now, uh, when I was teaching once I had my grandmother pass, um, last February 
my gosh, last February on the 11th, I think of this month. And, um, there was a time when I was teaching Zumba not long after she passed and I felt my grandmother and my great aunt, which was her sister on both sides. And it felt like I was suspended and they were dancing with me. You know, it was just, and the screen is on, but I have like, I don't know, there's some magical thing happening here, but it was crazy though, because there is that ability to connect. But I think I, um, I must, I almost felt like I dropped and, you know, the music stopped, I dropped and it was sudden a rush of emotion where I couldn't stop crying. And people are like, what is wrong with her? She just looked like she was flying and now she's crying. But, um, yeah, I can't, and like, I can't stress enough and it may not be in meditation, like sitting down or whatever, but it is in those mindful moments that we get those messages when we're driving, when we're sitting, whatever it is. So, and they, like you told me so many times, they want to connect. They want you to connect. And we've had some crazy things occur too. Like, I I don't know if I was telling, I said, my friend has told me, like I said, it was the best. She's like, we are in a different dimension, right? (laughs) I'm seeing you in a different dimension. I was like, yes, thank you, Laura. I know. (laughs) It's so hard for our human brains to like comprehend certain things. But I remember when I was doing that reading for you and they were like, they were saying that the decisions that you make in this life, this as Evelyn is affecting your, you in another life in another dimension at the same time. And I was like, what, how do I even explain what, what you're showing me right now? (laughs) So I think I explained it like that. I remember the look on your face. You were like, and you were like, I know, I was explaining. I'm okay, like, okay, I know this is good. Bear with me. Of course, Evelyn would take us into the twilight zone. Let's I go. Love it. See, I, I feel like that's when we learn so much when they, when they, they take us outside of the usual, you know, you're loved and you're supported and this past life did that and this, but it's like when they, when they teach us something new like that. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh yeah. And it's, it's, it just, yeah. All of a sudden it feels like there is, it it feels like the, it just opens up a little bit more. You're like, wow. And realize that our, that it's not, that time isn't linear. That whatever it is that our heart wishes is we've, it's happening. It's, you know, and it's just really, our words are so powerful that we speak to ourselves and to others. We have such influence with the sword, with the word. And um, if we all recognize that and recognize its brutality at times and its comfort, it would make such a difference Um, because it is, I mean, you see it all the time with people and, and the way, um, the way that self-talk a lot of times, which does stop us. So it is really important that even though we are, you know, I'm starting this, this, this new again, because I don't want to go back to the way fitness was. I wasn't happy. So, um, and it's, it's Mm -hmm. hard. 
you're like, oh gosh, really? Let me just go back to my old ways. I mean, that, that was easy. That was comfortable. But, um, which is very interesting. You are a Capricorn moon. So you are very, you've got quite a drive. You're like, okay, I'm going to, no, you're like, that was like, oh, Capricorn moon. Okay. That's, that, that's actually I'm writing that down. Beautiful. So, um, <laughs> but you have, yeah, yeah, you have, you have an ability to put things into place. It's, it's actually really quite great. And so I, and I lost my train of thought there, but there was something amazing. Going back I was to like, being comfortable. Is, like I saw when. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're Capricorn. Okay. Yeah. So you are in that Capricorn moon very much feeling and moving into like setting up. Um, you have a good way of setting up systems. Your Virgo, your <laughs> Mars is in Virgo, which is very particular yeah. about, I'll send you your chart again. But like I said, it is, it is in, it is fast and Mars is Uh the way we take action. Okay. Okay. And the fact that you have it in Virgo, you, you take action and you are, you, you might be a little meticulous about it at times, (laughs) like too perfectionist. Um, But that Capricorn moon, it's like, you're like, okay. Okay. So with Capricorn, Capricorn Mm. is the goats, right? the greatest of all times, right? It is the goat. And that's often how they're seen. Oh, and they, um, a Capricorn will is a trailblazer. And, it, ca- okay. and the moon is how you feel, how our emotions and how, and so you are that goat on the mountain side going, I got this guys, because you know, you mm-hmm. are supported by your team and everything else. And, you know, by, think of all these planetary I just just makes me crazy like all the planets and everything and how they affect us and so it's very much that that um that energy which is great I mean it's earth energy so you have an ability of being stable and getting things it's just really very cool I don't have any earth (laughs) I am all air and fire <laughs> I am a hot mess uh, and have and have very little water so it's it's very interesting with a chart because I don't know you might you have quite a f- mm-hmm. few Scorpio placements um but I don't feel so connected to my Scorpio sun. I feel a lot more connected to my moon and my rising than I do like I don't I might appear like one or something, but I don't feel so connected. So it's very interesting to see these things. And I was like, I got to look, I got to see if I have, if I have Laura's chart. Yeah. Not only are we psychic, but we're Scorpio. So like detective work is part of our game. Like we're like, okay, let's, and we don't even have to work so hard because oh, it just appears. It's just like, here it the is. The less work I have to do, the better. <laughs> Speaking of, um, would you be willing to Please tune in to part two of Evelyn's interview, where we dive deeper into astrology, tarot cards, and she does a reading for the collective. And that was another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always.
talk to the animals, and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tollison. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.